This is Stephanie with Sonoris Rising, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosme, right out of Oklahoma City. Today, we have an awesome band, the first band like this to be featured on our podcast. We have Sonoris Rising right out of Waterford, Connecticut. So, what is going on? What's going on over there? Hey. Hello. A lot of rain. Not at least you guys don't have the ice storm like we had over here in Oklahoma. That was absolutely horrible. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah, no, no, it's not, it's not that cold out. So, Stephanie, I want to get with you and tell us a little bit about Sonorous Rising, what your band does, what your guys' style is, and just all that good jazz. Well, uh, as we spoke before, uh, we are labeled as a Scott Punk band. That's a very loose label because I think the number one compliment that we get the most is that I've never heard anything that sounds like that before. Uh, there's, I mean, there's definitely a punk feel to it, but, you know. See, I, I would say this, and I know Vinny says the first time that she's heard someone say that. I would consider it kind of a horror punk rockabilly, but that's only from one song that I've heard, not all of them. So that's just a one song opinion, but you guys sound really good. Uh, when did you guys start? Uh, it was, ooh, it's got to be about like two and a half years ago, but we spent about a year or so just kind of writing stuff and not even playing. So we, um, yeah, it was not this past May, but the May before that is when we kind of did our launch and our first show. Who's who started like who started the band? I think I did. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I I've started playing. Um, you know, I've been singing my whole life, but I but I ended up getting it like a playing an instrument for the first time, and so with that, it was like I want to start writing my own tunes. And Vinny over here, we live together. She's my best friend, and I brought a song to her, and she's like, you know, that's pretty cool. You know, let's try this. And then she worked with Eric. Eric's like, yeah, I'm a drummer. Let me try out. And God, what a drummer is he. Oh, <laughs> we're like, no, no, no. Well, we're keeping you. <laughs> so. And then O started, right? And then O's, O's the, new, the newest member, the bass player. He's the new uh, guy. Sonoris Rising. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very recent. How long have you been playing bass for, O? Throughout this pandemic, I mean, I started what in like June, July, give or take, and uh, I've only done one show with uh, with the band thus far. Um, but I got to see them actually at the last show that I played with my former band. Okay. In, uh, where was that? In um, uh, Wallingford, right? Yeah, Cherry Street Station. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I, I played a show and um, they played uh, after us and I was just like, I know these people and this is fucking amazing. I was like, I want to be in this band. And I told Stephanie, remember I told you, I was like, your band's amazing. I was like, man, I wish I could play music like that. And uh, then, then I think she put something on Facebook and I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> it was my first choice anyways so when I, when I first heard you guys play when I first heard your song I actually kind of screwed it up on the first podcast I did when I played scenery and so I wind up getting a hold of Stephanie and we actually talked on the phone and recorded that conversation um, <laughs> you know so I could replay the song that we totally screwed up on but like I remember telling you your band sounds like it should have like a theatric, like it has a theatrical feel to it. Like you guys need people running around with chainsaws, cutting off arms when you guys play your songs. Wouldn't that be cool? I love that. That's amazing. Yeah, that'd be so cool. So I'm going to ask each one of you a question, um, but I do want to go ahead and play Scenery right now. This is the first song you guys sent me, and this song drew me to your band. I love the music. I, I love your personality. So we're going to go ahead and rock Scenery right now. Yeah. 
a man who lives so far away. <laughs> I love that. That song puts me in a good mood. Like, that song puts me in a good mood because it reminds me of just, like, it's so, it's, I, I don't know what the word is for it. It's very, like, it's very, like, I, I tell a lot of bands they're unique. But honestly, that is the most unique song I've ever heard or that I've played on this podcast, you know? I think it sounds great. Wow. Awesome. Wow. Go on. Thank you for flattering us. It, <laughs> it, it is kind of, of sky, I guess. Okay, I, I, I take it back. But imagine someone with a chainsaw cutting off people's arms. I mean, come yeah. on. Like during the that only, The only reason we use kind of sky is because it has that, that syncopated offbeat rhythm. It's like our influences are, are from that. But like, no, I, I'm with you. It's definitely pushes the, the boundary of that. It is, it is cool, Orlando, you are, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that out either. I'm going to keep this part in there. But, <laughs> but, but, but you, you are lucky to be in this band, man. These guys are awesome. I'm happy that you found a home with them. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Stephanie, you, yeah. play, you play some different instruments. You play the ukulele? Yes, it is like a... Electric guitar ukulele hybrid. So most ukuleles are played in a hollow body and use like nylon strings. So this is a, a solid body, basically like a, it's a Telecaster solid body, four strings, steel strings, and tuned like a ukulele. So it's kind of like the cross between the two. And then I throw some distortion on that. So you're, you're not getting that, you know, folksy kind of, uh, you know, pretty ukulele. I'm not playing uh, somewhere with a rainbow. Tiny Tim. Um, <laughs> yeah, like Tiny Tim. Yeah. Do, you, do you write all the lyrics yourself or do you have other band members that help influence what, what the words are to the songs? Uh, no, I am definitely, at least for now, the primary lyricist. What was the inspiration for Scenery? The words on that song are awesome. Uh, like, there was a man who lives so far away, and, like, what what's that all about? Well, I kind of at one point, like, I've been in the punk scene for, you know, over 20 years, and at one point, I wasn't really that happy with the direction that the connection was going in, and I started to lose a little bit of faith in it. Well, I decided that one night I want to go to go see the Rays play, which is uh, a, a pretty famous punk band. Well, I meet I meet the singer, I end up talking to him all night and he, he kind of like becomes my mentor in a way. So I like I, I'm like emailing this guy back and forth, like these long letters and we're talking about music and he's telling me stories and you know I mean he played with the Devotkas, the New York Relics, he was the first drummer for the Roger Merritt and the Disasters, he played for the casualties for a few years. So this guy just kind of reinvigorates my love for the scene. And so that man that lives so far away, John Cray, oh. is that man that Whoa. lives so far away. Not that's too right. far. It's only like three hours, yeah. but, you know, it's not like within walking distance. But, yeah, that's the inspiration for that song. Wow. You know, that is – that's a cool story. So it's, <laughs> it's good that you can take, like, what – like, something that you're going through or living with and be able to put that into a song. That's hard to do. Like, I can't do that, you know? Um, and I've actually been – I was out of the music scene – until I started this podcast, now I'm like all up in the music scene. Like I just, I jumped right <laughs> oh, yeah. into it. Yeah. I jumped right into it. 
Uh, and then Vinny plays the electric piano and you do some backup vocals as well, right? Yeah. I saw a video uh, on the Sonorous Rising Facebook page where you guys were in your garage or in someone's garage and Eric was talking about don't tell him where you lived or something like that. It was something funny he was saying. Like, don't let him know exactly where Wait, we are. Huh? It was in our basement. Oh, it was this. one of our live streams. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It was a live stream. It was a garage. <laughs> oh, basement. That's right. Well, you guys do live. I guess there's lots of basements. There's lots of basements in Oklahoma also. Yeah, well, this, this that's, that's the practice that's, that's Eric's drum kit right there in my piano. Awesome. Man, yeah. I, I want to be in that band, too. So <laughs> come join. Shit. Let's see. Uh oh, you also do some backup vocals now? Uh yes, yes I do, where I can. And Eric, you just play the drums. <laughs> or do you do backup vocals? No, yeah, you? I do I do backups too, yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. And you started playing the drums when you were ten. Yeah, just about. Um I played uh uh my grandmother was the kindest uh woman in the world to uh give my mom money to uh give me drum lessons, and um, this dude uh, who was running this uh, little drum lesson shop out in Jacksonville, Florida, when I was living there for, at the time, um, turned out to be the drummer for a metal band called Ice Earth, which I, uh, at the time, I'm 10 years old, I had no idea, you know, he was, yeah. he was an amazing drummer, and that band was relatively, relatively big, and um, he was the nicest dude, and he just taught me the basics, and I, I only was living there for a year, and I uh, ended up Moving back to Connecticut and getting a new team that I was with for a while. But um, he was the person who started me out. And that's um, just really cool. And uh, that's that's what I've been doing that's for awesome. the past, that's, past decade. That's, so. that's awesome, man. Oh, how are you enjoying being in the band so far? It's an absolute thrill. It's an absolute joy. It's uh, the best crew that I've played with in quite a long time. Awesome. Oh. It, 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 oh. it feels good when you find a home with a band. <laughs> You know, no, I, I mean, I played in many bands, you know, and I have a lot of good friends that I've played in before. But like I said, it's uh, just like like you you said, um, it's it's different, you know, and it's it's not just uh, straight up punk rock. It's not straight up hardcore, like all the stuff that I've played before. So it's um, yeah, just something different and something that I wanted to do for a long time. You know, awesome. We're gonna talk about the New York hardcore scene and you, but right now I want to play Fracture. And I'm very excited to hear what this song sounds like because I haven't heard it yet. You sent these to me today, and it was like family day, you know? So I get to hear it for the first time, and I'm excited about that. So here we go with Fracture. Sonorous Rising!
That song is super cool. The piano part at the end there is really badass. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Everything falls apart. Yeah. What's the story behind Fracture? There's no lyrics to it. I didn't realize that until halfway through the song. <laughs> what, what's the story behind it? So, like, I'm, I'm kind of a composer. A lot of my influences come from actually um, video game composers like Koji Kondo and um, Nobuo Uematsu. And I'm not much of a lyricist. So, like, most of the stuff I write is instrumental. She she is the main like like she said she's the main lyricist in this band, and we were trying we were trying to like fit lyrics to it, and we had this idea about the tower like the this, this like tower like corruption because we were at fucking uh lake compounds and and we we saw this elevator factory and we we're like oh it's the tower it's like it, it, I I don't know. It's just this idea we were having, but we couldn't fit lyrics to it. And I was just like, well, let's just make it instrumental. Because yes. I, I, I made video game music in, in my own time. Yeah, and, um, you've actually done some European touring, is that right? Yeah, my last band, Dead City Riot. Yeah, we went to Germany, England, France, and um, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That is that is very very cool. So what, like Stephanie, what are your guys' plans as far as future shows uh, with the Norris Rising? Have you guys been able to play concerts right now? Are you guys waiting? Like what? What's the plan? Well, over the in during October we had the ability to play two shows outdoors, socially distanced. Nice. Like we were sitting at tables, so there's really no social mingling. But it, it's it's kind of like uh, I feel like it's a dinner theater sort of setup. Yeah, which yeah, is really yeah. That's, a, that's what it felt like. Show because you're yeah. used to people being up, you know, in the stage, in front of the stage, oh, yeah. and you know, feeding off that energy. So it's it's a little different playing that. But you know, I guess for the winter, uh, we'll definitely do live streams. And you know, once the spring starts up again, we're hoping there's some more outdoor, uh, you know, some outdoor shows that is it harder to, is it harder for you guys to like because a lot of bands you know you feed off each other's energy when you're on stage right but you, all, you also feed off of the crowd of uh, the yes. crowd's energy so when the yeah. crowd when the crowd's not right there being able to you know maybe just rock out start a mosh pit or whatever to your music does it make it a little bit less enjoyable or is the energy like not there as much okay can I um so like as an entertainer, you're the one that needs to bring that energy. Right. So if, if the crowd isn't, you know, if they're if they're just doing the thing where they're standing and they're watching, you need to be the one to bring the fucking hype. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, there's been plenty of shows where, you know, you're sitting there, you're looking out, you're like, people aren't into this, but but you need to you need to bring it. You need to like, yeah, you need to bring the energy you know, and have it. Yeah. I, I feel like it's it's super important. I, I see so many bands that are really fucking good, and and they they're feeding too much of the crowd's energy and not their own. You know what I'm saying? That makes right. sense. That makes sense. There was actually, yeah. there was a band in uh, Vegas a long time. I was like 22, and like when I was 22, I was fucking crazy, right? So there was this Vegas, and they're on stage, and they have this this lead singer. Uh, she's a, she's a female lead singer, and they're just kind of standing there, and they're doing their song, and they sounded really good. Well, I was drunk, so I was like, "Fuck this shit, man!" 
I got a. <laughs> oh I, got, I got her on stage, grabbed her microphone, and was like, Rah! I just like started screaming. And, yes. and the band was like, you gotta be in a band! Like after, after, after the concert, she was so pissed at me. She's like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are. Don't ever fucking oh talk God. to me again. And I was like, oh but your God. band loves me. And they want me in the band. <laughs> I was born for this. This dude fucking gets it. Absolutely. What's funny about that is there was an after party that she wound up going to, and the whole it was like so awkward the whole time. Like you know, I was like I was trying to flirt, you know, and she was like, "Fuck you, dude." I was trying to flirt to like kind of make it less like you know maybe annoying for her. Anyways. That's my story, but this podcast is about Sonorous Rising. Thought it'd be funny to share. Let's play War Under the Stars. And we're going to talk about this song right after we jam it right here on The Loud Spot with Sebastian.
I gotta say one thing, Stephanie. I love your voice. Thank you, you so much. You have an Thank awesome you. voice for this kind of style, like and what you're doing with this. It's so it's so fitting. And what I like about this song is I like how there was actually a part that almost sounded like it could have been starting to go metal a little bit because you the way you screamed in it, you know. And very 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 cool. Um, you guys have to have all kinds of different influences. I, I know that. Oh, I know. Now he hasn't been in the band as long since you guys have written these songs. But I know he, I, you were in the hardcore scene in New York, so I can only imagine your influences and just everyone in the band probably brings a different style and a uniqueness that makes Sonorous Rising Sonorous Rising. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. What are, your uh, some, what are your some, we'll start with Stephanie. What, is, what are like some of your main influences as far as musicians or music goes? What's really funny is, I mean, I, punk will always have my heart. So, I mean, I, I, I do love punk music, and I mean, all different styles. Like, I love Scottcore, and I love, like, early pop stuff, like, with the Buzzcocks and Ramones and that, that kind of stuff, Stiff Little Fingers, and I love that, and I, and I love Psychobilly, like, I love the cramps. But, I mean, I, I'm pretty much all over the place, because I'll sit there and I'll listen to jazz stuff from the 1920s, or, like, go into, you know, uh, like, more of the swing stuff in the, in the 40s and the 30s. Or, you know, I love early rock and roll. I, I love the rock and roll that came out of the 60s, the stuff with the Brit first wave of British invasion. Even some of the the, 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 band, the harder bands that came out in the 70s, like my dad's a huge Zeppelin fan, um, The Who. Uh, so I, I'm kind of all over the place. I mean, I, I, I like, uh, like, really early hip-hop, too. So, like, yeah, I, I'm cool. everywhere. But... I think that maybe that's why all this stuff sounds so different because it's like I'm coming at it from every angle you can think of. That is awesome. And Eric, uh, what are like so? What are your as, as a drummer mm. uh, and just as a musician and with the band? What are some of your favorite musicians and, and bands that that kind of inspired you to start playing music? Well, I um, I grew up since I was a little kid. Uh, my mom and uh, her boyfriend at the time really got me into Rush and uh, and Neil Peart. And uh, ever since then, like, he, he I, I get, like, live concert DVDs, watch them all the time, and I'd watch Neil, and I'd be like, I want to do that. I just, I watched him play and his elegance and everything he did, and he was, like, one of my main, just really my main influence as a drummer, and that I just I didn't connect with, and also they didn't mind, obviously, but I did not. I really didn't connect with a lot of other bands besides them. Growing up, um, uh, the, the beginning rest. of that the beginning of that last song that we just played, you you can tell that you're really uh, a really talented drummer, man. So, well, thank you, thank you so much. Kudos to you. And then, oh, the hardcore scene, New York. What does that mean to you? Um. Well, I mean, it's kind of just the roots of where I started because I'm from New York originally. Um, and I went to a lot of shows. I said, get out of school early. Early, quote, unquote. Like, my mom's never going to listen to this, so it'll be fine. And besides, I'm a, I'm a grown-ass man, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd like, you know, sneak away and I'd go to shows uh, down at like CB's and uh, Colin High. Um, and so, you know, I, I got to see the Graves play at Coney Island High, which is pretty funny when, when uh, Stephanie mentioned that earlier. Uh, but 
um, you know, it, that's just kind of like I said, that this is kind of like the roots, you know, like that's kind of where I started. But very early on, I kind of moved away a bit from the hardcore. Not that I didn't like it. I loved it. I love going to shows. I love the energy. Sick of It All is still one of my favorite bands. Like I, I live and die for that band. You know, I breathe Sick of It All. Um, but like really like when the noise stuff started coming out um, and like the, the, the post hardcore stuff, like that's really what got me interested because that's where the musicianship really came in. Uh-huh. So, you know, bands like Orange 9 Millimeter, um, uh, Helmet, um, and one of the earliest bands that I saw at CBS was a uh, Blizzard. And I don't know if you know that band, but it's like the, the vocalist was absolutely off the, the, the musicianship behind it was just driving and I was like oh man that's that's really cool like I want to do that if and, I uh, don't know who they are I know who they are now so wow. thank you for sharing a cool band I'm gonna check them out and I already know I can just tell Vinny has all kinds of different influences I would bet oh yeah absolutely I I have like I was saying before I have video game composer influences uh-huh. and I mean my my favorite band is actually Cardiacs which is um, kind of an avant-garde prog experimental band. I would. I'd say it's perfect way to describe that. Definitely <laughs> recommend them to anyone. Fair. They they did so much, like and and they're so unrecognized. Like seriously, go listen to Cardiacs, but Cardiacs, too. Bad Religion, mm-hmm. um. Tori Amos is a huge, huge influence on me, too. She's a beautiful fucking pianist. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, it's like a culmination of, uh, you know, video game, pretty yeah. classical music, and, yeah. And then we also both love Oingo Boingo and Madness, which is yes, a lot of our ska influence that came in, which is, like, very near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. Uh, I got to ask you, Stephanie, when you... Did, when you started like playing this band and did you have to develop your vocal style? Um, you know? Yes, because I, I break before this for like the past 10 years, I've been doing old standards, jazz and swing because I work for this really great theater school. And so I've had a lot of opportunities to do, uh, you know, like, like do performances just taking some of these old songs and, and actually trying to recreate the old sound. So, you know, um, but I wanted a punk band and I never really had a punk voice. I, I sang for another band called the Wailing Ultimates for a little bit, but I was like shouting and I wasn't happy with that. And I sing pretty all the time, but I wanted something raunchy because there yeah. are a lot of girls who are sing raunchy and just hard and like gravel, like, you know, fucking throat. So like, I, I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out because I, I can do a whole bunch of other styles. I don't just do jazz and swing. Like I, I, I do like R and B sometimes, and I've, I've done like old country sounds sometimes. Cool. So I like try to change it up. But really, I mean, I just used all the stuff that I was trained to do, like, so that I was able to formulate that gravelly voice, but without hurting my throat Good. or my vocal cords. So I used the same techniques. It's just the, the sound that's well, just different. I think it's phenomenal that you can do that. And the fact that you can sing, you know, all these different styles and do punk. I, you know, I do kind of a solo project and it sucks and I'm not that great. 
but I have my own little punk sound. Oh, Yours is way better than mine, but uh, we'll leave it at that. I, I do want to play <laughs> Propaganda. Man, I, you know, I don't know if we're going to have time to get, we may have, we may have time to play Dead City Riot, uh, but, but that's another band um, that Vinny was in that, that is super good. Uh, but I do want to get. I want to let people know how to find you guys after we play this next song. So we're going to get to that. Uh, this is Propaganda with Sonorous Rising.
Sonoris Rising, you guys are, look, it's November 1st, and you guys are kicking off my kick-ass November, because I got a shit ton of great bands coming on this month. As long as I don't cancel, uh, I'm happy. Even if they do, I got, I, I'm, I'm excited about the month of November. I'm excited I got to play your guys' band. You guys have been great to interview uh, on the podcast. If people want to find Sonoris Rising, do you guys have a website? Is there merchandise you guys have? Uh, what can okay. Here we go. <laughs> I haven't launched this yet, but I'm going to launch this right now. We have www.sonorisrising.com. You can find all of our stuff to buy from Bandcamp. We'll link directly to Bandcamp. Our merchandise, our music for sale. Plus, you can view some of our live videos, our our old, um, you know, our video flyers, all that stuff, see if we played with, that kind of thing, some information about the band, how to contact us, so that's www.sonorisrising.com, we are also on Facebook, and we are on Instagram as well. Yes, I absolutely really like your guys' music, every time you come out with a new song, please send it to me. Sure, absolutely. Please send it to me, I want to play, yeah. I want to play on the podcast. Alright, Stephanie, are there any bands that Sonoris Rising wants to give a shout-out to on the podcast. Show them some love, maybe. Well, I definitely want to give a shout-out to the Johnny Earthquake Band, who is... Uh, Johnny Earthquake's been playing since, like, the 70s, and he does, like... He's got kind of, like, this classic rock and roll feel to it and then does some punk stuff, like, mixed in with it. Uh, they're from New Hampshire. also would like to give a shout-out to The Rats, they're kind yeah. of our buddies and yes. our label mates on 10, yep. 10 City Records. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're re- a really great group of people. And I would also am very, very excited for this band called Insurrector coming out of Connecticut. They're probably one of the best bands that are, that are around in our state right now. Awesome. Isn't, isn't the someone from the Rats also in a band called the Damn Broads or something like that? Uh, yes, their guitar player was the, unfortunately, the Damn Broads are no longer a band. Yeah, they but their guitarist exactly. is the guitarist for the Rats, uh, Inez. She's perfect. She's wonderful. I I think I pronounced her name on my podcast when I played their song. I think I said Eins. God, I'm so stupid sometimes. I don't know how to pronounce people's names. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like Eins from the Raps. I'm pretty sure I said that. That rings a bell. But but you know what? I mean, yeah, I get that now. Thanks. Thank you. You know, people need to send me their names with like how to say it, pronounce it also. Because I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to give it my best shot here, you know, and see what happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, anyways, it's been a pleasure having you guys on the podcast. I want to thank you for being on here. I want to thank all the bands that give me the opportunity to interview them, to play their music, and I hope everyone has a great week. And peace out, everybody. We're done. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.